Welcome to the LALB Programming Hour with your host, Leo, this week. So, um, I know there's a lot going on. So, currently, due to that, we are in quarantine. So, I cannot have my lovely co-host, Avery, this week. I tried to get a hold, but it's okay. We're all kind of stuck in our own little places right now and having to do our own little thing. So, instead of laying in this funk with all this stuff going on, I decided to continue on with the show with my head held high and also help you all and distract yourselves a little for just a small amount of time so this week is avies which is birds fun 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 things that fly in the sky excuse me um so we're gonna talk about birds this week fun isn't it so first i'm going to go into the basic body structure so bird so if if if, if you didn't know if you didn't know Birds are built for flight. So anything about them you can think of, it is meant for them to be able to fly easier and be able to go through the air. Even ones that can go into water and excuse me, and are mostly land. They bodies are still built for ability to flight, even though some of them can't because they might be too heavy, but you know, it's it's whatever. So two things that are unique to birds one is their feathers there's no other animal that i know of that has feathers their feathers are actually unique to every bird species as well something else that is also very unique as i was going to say is the syrinx which is what they use to make sound to chirp to mock other sounds and such it's kind of like how we have vocal cords but it's not that it's the way they produce sound and i think it's pretty cool So, going back into their feathers, their feathers are made of a protein called keratin, which is found in hair and in scales, both on their feet and in reptiles. The top layer of their feathers, which you can see, like, a good example is their wings, if you look at their wings, are built for, structured for flight, along with being mostly waterproof, so if they fly through the sky, they won't, like, if they get wet, they won't be hindered by the water itself. While the lower layers of feathers underneath that are mostly just built to keep them warm in installation and stuff. So, from there, talking about their basic structure, why don't I head into skeletal structure? Lots of fun. So, bird bones, tiny, thin, and hollow, as we know. This is supposed to be so they can fly easier, because if they had solid bones or anything like our bones... They would not be able to fly, which is why another reason why humans can't fly because of how heavy our bones are versus their bones. Their bones actually have tiny air pockets within them to be able to um, keep it light. It's also tied into the respiratory system, which is pretty cool. So they also have a smaller amount of bones than us. Um, their bone, this is because, because their bones are fused together to make it more rigid and easier for them to fly. They also have more vertebrae in their necks than other animals, which is pretty cool. They do this so they're able to turn their head more because their necks are fairly important to their structure and their system. One is so they're able to watch out for other predators and prey because they can't really move their eyes around. So they have to be able to turn their head and watch out for other animals. A second thing is so they can keep their feathers clean. If something got caught on their feathers or they weren't able to keep their feathers clean, it would weigh them down and put them in harm's way because they are unable to fly then due to the extra added weight. So it is fairly important for them to be able to keep themselves clean. So going off from there, we're going to talk about their souls. So instead of like different skull plates and stuff, kind of like how we have, it is fused together. It is one thing. 
This is so it, it is protective and it makes it lighter for them instead of having several. Their beaks lack teeth, as we noticed, besides maybe geese, but I think it's still a part of their beak. Um, our teeth are made of bones, like the rest of us, which can be very heavy for the bird itself. So instead of adding that extra weight, they have evolved to be able to just have the solid beak, which I think it's pretty cool. But there's something... So, you know how they don't have teeth, they don't, they can't have canines, or they can't have molars, they can't have stuff to break it down like that. So instead, to be able to eat certain foods, depending on what their diet is, their beak changes to it. So there's birds who eat nuts, their beak is especially made for that. Their, the beaks will change depending on what they eat, which is pretty cool. It's in, even in the different species, it just depends where they live, which I thought was pretty cool. So, let's continue. So going from the neck which I already talked about a little bit, we're going to go into what they have in their ribs. So they have these special um, flaps that overlay in their ribs, which keeps their um, chest from collapsing while they are in flight because um, it is a lot of pressure that is being placed onto their chest while they're having flight. They're called the thorax and sternum, which helps keep them in flight and also not to die. That's pretty important. There's a pectoral gland, which helps them in flight with their wings. And the pelvic gland, which supports their tail and in their back structure while in flight. Pretty important stuff, man. They need this. They need this. So, moving on from the skeletal, we're going to talk about how they eat. Because I spoke on beaks earlier. So, we all know, they use their beaks to eat. They don't have any teeth. So, they can't really chew. They can maybe gnaw it, but they can't really chew. So, to make it easier for them, um, they have a special, um, they excrete a lot of saliva, so it makes it easier to swallow the food down into their digestive system. Excuse me, I'm creating a lot of saliva in my mouth right now, trying to ramble on, I'm not used to having to continue talking. It's fine though, I got this, I got this, your host Leo got this, he got you guys covered. So, I was saying, it makes it easier for them to swallow food while they're eating. So, from their beak-mouth area, it goes into their esophagus, which is pretty much the, the travel light, like we have one too, it's the travel way to their stomach, so it's from their th- um, mouth to down their throat, that thing in there, that's what that is, and it goes down into a place called a chop, which is like a sac that's right above the esophagus, or like in the higher chest region, it's like where you imagine our collarbones are kind of, like between that area, for an example... We don't have one, though, where particularly food and water is stored until it is ready to be, continue to be digested. Fun fact, though, when it's running low, it sends signals to the brain to tell them to eat. That's how they know they're hungry. So it's like kind of like their stomach, which I thought was kind of cool. So then it proceeds. Then it goes to the proventicurious, where digestion begins. And um, in there, it's like their actual kind of stomach area, I would imagine. It's a, it's like a ball with a tube wrapped around it. The ball's like white or green, so it looks weird. So it goes from there to there, where digestive enzymes and acids are secreted to start breaking down the food. But it still needs to be chewed, because they can't. Um, the enzymes themselves cannot break down the food, so it goes into the vin- ventricles, which is also what we call the gizzard. And the gizzard pretty much is what is for their teeth so it chews it down for them and breaks down the food for them so there it goes from there 
to the small intestine and to the large intestine, where the nutrients is pulled out and then out, you know, the back door, where the excess waste is placed. Cool eating, you know? Okay, so my last little bit of this whole ramble about birds is the reproductive system. Now, how do birds, you know, get jiggy with it, as the kids would say? <laughs> so, birds don't have sexual organs like me and you. Instead, they have no what is known as a cloaca. This is an interchamber that houses ditch, um, the charge from the ovaries and testes, so it holds sperm and eggs. It can be used also for a not-so-great reason, which is to um, urinate and... Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. Bathroom stuff. So, knowing this... Mm, ignore that, I'm sorry. Knowing this... During their mating season, this actually swells up and opens, so it makes the ability to transfer these easy. So what happens is the male, um, the male gets on top of the female on their back, pinning them down, and they rub their cloacas together. Weird, right? So the male will transfer the sperm, and it goes into the female. To lay, they and later go and fertilize the eggs. So once the eggs fertilized and developed. It comes out the female, and the female will sit and take care of these eggs until they hatch. And then, boom, babies. Babies. Baby birdies. Yeah, that, and that's how it's doing. Kind of weird, right? Also, I learned this cool fact. I didn't even think that, like, people thought about this, but apparently people thought that birds have sex during flight. They don't. They cannot. It is physically impossible. I don't know why people thought that. I didn't think it was possible. People be people, though. So, that's my little two-bit and tidbit on birds. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I wish to wish you a safe time during this trouble time. And I know it's hard for all of you guys, and I know we all feel like the bird that's trapped inside the cage in the corner that, like, maybe our mom got us when we were kids and we didn't know what to do with it. I know we feel like we're trapped inside, but we gotta remember, it's for the better of everyone. Because um, things are not great, but they will get better. So I want you guys to stay home, stay safe, watch your hands, and don't be stupid, okay? I promise we will get through the troubling times together. So, this is me signing off from the LALB Programming Hour. See you guys later.